0: It's Snack Time! I'm your host, Marno, and today we have another Snack Time and Chill. So Snack Time and Chill, if you haven't heard one of these episodes before here at Snack Time, um, we basically just have a snack for the first time. Just me and you, if you'd like to join me, today's snack is Trader Joe's Cornbread Crisps Sweet and Salty Cornbread Snack. And I've never had these. I don't know if these have been around for more than this year. We're going to dive in and do some little like boopity boop research live here on the pod. Not really live. You know, this is recorded. This is, it is currently Sunday at 1021 a.m. And I'm going to try these and I haven't had breakfast. (laughs) So this is going to be my breakfast here. I've been up since like seven, so I don't know why. It's just sometimes you just do things and forget to eat. So here I am. I'm gonna have some cornbread crisps for breakfast. We're gonna do some boobity boob research. I also want to look into like the history of cornbread in general, which is obviously the inspiration for this snack. So we're gonna have fun. We're gonna chill and try these. So if you have your own bag of Trader Joe's cornbread crisps, get it out because we are going to try this right now. I'm also going to read what it says on the back. Um, have to uncrinkle the bag, so just brace yourself. Enjoy the flavor of freshly baked cornbread wherever you are without turning on the oven. Made with fragrant cornmeal and a touch of sea salt, these slightly sweet, take-anywhere snacks are baked to a golden crisp. Crumble them into soup or salad for added crunch. Serve alongside warm chili and cream cheese dip, or simply eat by the handful. Wow. I know I've said this before on the pond, but I frickin' love whoever the rider or the writers are for Trader Joe's because it's just so delightful and fun and like kind of whimsical, which I think is very much their brand. <clears throat> and I love whimsy, whimsy. <laughs> so I'm just, I'm here for it. Okay, let's try these. They have a butterfly open um, for those of you that Listened to the what was it? The jalapeno taste test episode. Um, Brett called the type of bag opening where you like pull apart the sides at the top a butterfly open, and I think that describes it very well. So I've been using that as well in my daily life. I'm realizing my mouth is very dry, so I'm going to take a sip of water before. I continue. And let's get one. Ooh, they are a fun like diamond shape. Um I'm looking at it. It looks delightfully salted. It's a nice crunchy texture. It's a little bit thicker than a chip, but not quite not quite. Not quite um Actually, I think they are thicker than a triscuit, but definitely not. Or no, sorry, a wheat thin, but definitely not as thick as a triscuit. Uh, let's let's try it. I think I'm just gonna try and pop this whole thing in my mouth because it's on the smaller side and they're very evenly shaped. Mm-hmm. Wow! Definitely, definitely need to drink some water. It is very dry. Um, but very tasty and really does taste like cornbread, which I guess isn't a very hard flavor to accomplish because you can just make these cracker things out of the same ingredients that you'd make real cornbread out of. So I think it really makes sense as a snack. I think I would definitely like it better with either some kind of creamy dip or like, what they suggested, topping it on top of chili. Like, I think having some kind of moisture, creamy element would pair very nicely with these, so I don't think I would eat them on their own unless I, like, was super hungry and just, like, this was all... And, like, if I wanted a chip or a cracker. I don't really crave crackers, so I'm going to say if I were craving chips and I didn't have any, but I had these, I might snack on a few. I would try to have a pair, pairing with it, but if I didn't have like some kind of dip or cheese or something, I would probably have some but not me- very many. Like I'm I'm good right now with just the one that I had, um because I don't have anything with me right now. I am recording this in the closet of my childhood bedroom, because it is the most quiet I can get <laughs> in the in the house on the weekend. Um, also, I guess this is like a snack time and chill, so we can just kind of chit chat, but I got a job. I don't know if I've mentioned that on the podcast yet, but I am a nanny again to a family in LA, so... That's Monday through Thursday. It was Monday through Friday in October. um, Because they, like, super needed me in October. But we're in November now. And so it's Monday through Thursday. So the only weekday that I have, like, any time really to do stuff is on Friday. Which it's nice to have a weekday to do that. (laughs) Um... But yeah, but then I didn't record on Friday. So (laughs) I have to go into well, I'd probably sit in here anyway, even on Friday, because my mom works from home, so like sometimes she has calls for her for work and stuff, so still want to be as quiet as possible. Anyway. Um Yeah, so I'm sitting here (laughs) and I don't feel like going to go get uh, a dip or something. Actually, I don't think we even have any kind of dip. I don't know what I would eat this with. Maybe we'll make chili soon. That would be good. So I want to look and see when these came out, if I can find information. Also, <laughs> I don't just like need to swallow a big blob of spit. I think my mouth is like, okay, that was like super dry. Let's moisten my mouth so I'm not I don't have dry mouth. I guess I can also like drink water. Okay, so Trader Joe's corn—what are they called? Cornbread, crisps. Yeah. Um. Oh, I'm finding a post from Trader Joe's. I'll click on it. Um, from September 11th, 2017, that they were posting about these. So. I mean, I guess I'm late to the game. These have been around for at least three years. Yeah. 2017. Hmm, let's read this. So this is from the Trader Joe's... Sorry, I just, like, baby burped. Oh, my gosh. My tummy. What's happening? Probably because that's all I've eaten today. <laughs> I've had coffee, which I don't drink often. Um, but like on the weekend, it's like nice to have a little like treat. And so that is my, I'm still drinking it, but it's like cold. Um, yeah, that's my like little weekend treat. Anyway, what is this section? Is this like their blog? I'm on the Trader Joe's website and at the top where it says like home, stores, fearless flyer, it says dig in. I think maybe this is their blog. And then they have recipes, careers, our story, and announcements. I don't think I've ever been on this website before. I really like the design. Kudos to the graphic designer and, I don't know, webmaster? is Whoever designed this website. I like it. Um, shout out to you and please get me some kind of partnership with Trader Joe's because I feel like half the snacks not, maybe not half, but a lot of the snacks that i have been featured here at Snack Time have been from Trader Joe's. We're just Trader Joe's hoes here at Snack Time. Alright, let's read this thing. It says one of the defining and popular features of cornbread is its fluffy, cakey softness like a pillow, but made with cornmeal. <laughs> like, that is Cute. I love that. Trader Joe's cornbread crisps don't have this signature fluffiness, but that's okay. As the name suggests, they're crispy like chips. This is not a quality you're probably looking for in a pillow, but it is a great quality for a tasty, crunchy snack. It's a new thing for cornbread, but we're pretty sure it'll only take one bite for you to be lying on your real pillow dreaming of crisps. To make these cornbread crisps, we first make cornbread. Yes, the traditional fluffy, flavorful cornbread. We use cornmeal, sunflower oil, and sugar for this step. Then the cornbread is flattened and cut into small diamond shapes. Into the oven they go, and out come crunchy bites of cornbread. A touch of sea salt creates that perfect sweet, salty flavor balance that results in crisps you won't want to put down. Our cornbread crisps crisps, (laughs) pair... Well, the pss, 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 pss sound. All right. <laughs> can you put your, um, whatever listening device you're using, can you put it on like speakers so your cats can hear? And can you tell me if this does anything for them? Crisps. <laughs> to make these cornbread crisps. <laughs> oh my god, whatever, I'm moving on. We, oh wait, I already read that one. Oh, <laughs> oh my god. Our cornbread crisps... <laughs> Why is that so funny? Pair wonderfully anywhere you might want traditional cornbread. Crumble into bowls of soup. What a strange sentence. (laughs) It's just like so, like, crumble into bowls of soup. Trader Joe's butternut squash, turkey, chili, black bean, or tomato feta perhaps? But they've got more to offer too. Make an appetizer appetizer with cream cheese, turkey chili, and three cheese blend and dip those crisps like crazy. Of course, they also make an excellent anytime you're in the mood for cornbread snack. We're selling each six ounce bag of Trader Joe's cornbread crisps for $2.49 every day. That means on any day at any time you so choose, you can be snacking on bites of crunchy cornbread. What a dream. What a good price too. Um so why have I never been told to eat these before? Um, so actually these do come on recommendation this week. Kate Hawking, friend of the pod from the Fair snack episode. If you haven't listened, you need to. Um, because I really want to go to Fair. And so that is how I lived vicariously through my former self. And my memories and stories of Renfair's past. Anyway, Kate recommended these to our little like group message. And so I was like, what? Like, I need to try them. But apparently they've been around for years. So I wonder why none of us have had them before. Oh my god, wait, what does this say? Note at the bottom of this page. Since posting, the details of this item may have changed due to fluctuating market prices, federal regulations, regula- regulations, currency rates, drought, bandits, rush hour traffic, filibusters, zombie apocalypse, punctilious. Tic- punk- punk-chili- I don't know what that means. Product developers, contact our crew for current price and availability. So this might be the wrong price and stuff, but it definitely is available. Wait, I'm gonna look up that word, punk. Punctilious. Let's copy and paste that guy. Wow, vocab. Vocab word of the day is punct- punctilious, showing great attention to detail or correct behavior. He was punctilious in providing every amenity for his guests. Yeah, punctilious. Whoa! Well, you learn something new every day. don't. Hey, you learn something new every day. Don't ever tell me I didn't teach you nothing, <laughs> because well, if you knew that word, text me right now because I need to learn some more vocabulary from you. Um. Anyway, that's their little product story, I guess, on cornbread crisps. Cute. Cute. I mean, they could even be from before 2017, I guess, but that's when they just made that little post. Um, oh, of course, there's a has anyone tried the cornbread crisps on Trader Joe's subreddit? Oh, and yeah, this is also from 2017. Oh gosh, I have like the weirdest, like, kind of hiccup burp things happening. Um, yeah, so three years ago, someone asked the, this. Um, someone said, I tried them yesterday. They're good on their own, like the crunchy edges of cornbread, but they would be really awesome with chili. So Someone said, chili stew season right around the corner. Can't wait. <laughs> this is their purpose in life. I love just like joyful conversations on the internet. Like, it's just so fun to read. Someone said pretty good reminds me of a Ritz with a little more corn butter taste. Totally, but I don't I wouldn't say as um fluffy as a Ritz cuz Ritz are a little bit fluffy as far as crackers go. These are um definitely denser. Someone said I wanted to make a topic on them. So good. I'm a cornbread fan, so that's why. Haha. <laughs> but the combo didn't really go much further. There's only three more. Someone said <laughs> vodka aunt. <laughs> said, so delicious. Crew Brew said, I eat them all the time with pub cheese. So good. Ooh, that sounds good. And Cayenne said, they are so good. I just bought three bags in case they are discontinued or are seasonal. Fingers crossed. I can honestly honestly say I'm eating them right now dipped in hummus. Ooh, ooh, like with a red pepper hummus. That would be so good. Um... So yeah, 3 years ago, but it didn't say that it is seasonal on the website on Trader Joe's website. So I maybe these are year-round. But they did that did seem like, you know, it was autumnal season when those people were posting on Reddit. So I don't know. Okay, let's look at like the history of cornbread history of cornbread why does sugar and cornbread divide races in the south oh my gosh of course cornbread is gonna get like racist did native americans make cornbread oh okay so it yeah cornbread was a traditional and very common food among all native americans it could be thin flatbreads such as tortillas or thick breads, more like modern cornbread or pancakes made from corn. From... Oh wait. I don't know if that's a... Jamestownseries.fandom.com? I don't think that is a um credible source. Let's see. Southernliving.com? I guess that's a magazine. So that would have to be a little more credible. <laughs> um... Let's see, of course there's Wikipedia, which I guess we can see the um, citations on that. Britannica, okay, well, Britannica is like an encyclopedia, right? So, of course there's a Medium post, The Evolution of Cornbread. That could, maybe that's funny, that might be kind of funny. Delishably.com, what the heck is that? Wall Street Journal, the true story behind your Thanksgiving cornbread. Okay, I guess that's India indianahumanities.org. Okay, it's a, it's a .org. That's a little more trustworthy. Okay, let's see. We've got one, two, three, four, five, six sources. One is Wikipedia, so we can't really count it. <laughs> but we can look at the sources that they use. Okay. This is Research 101. Did you know that you were going to, like, have to do work in this episode of Stack Time? Because I didn't really. But I really like researching things like this. Like, that's just... That's who I am. Okay, The Southern History of Cornbread from Southern Living... Although the Aztecs and Mayans were making corn tortillas and tamales long before we heated up our skillets, the southern version of cornbread actually originated with the Native Americans. Okay, so more Native American than Aztec and Mayan. Um, That wasn't really a lot. There's like... Yeah, so they're basically saying it, like, came from the Native Americans, and that's kind of it in here, and then they go into their recipe. Let's just do, let's see, Wikipedia. Cornbread is any quick bread containing cornmeal in a Native American cuisine. They are usually leavened by baking powder um, for thousands of years before Europeans arrived in the New World. The English Southern colonies learned the original recipes and processes for corn dishes from the Cherokee, Chickasaw, Choctaw, and Creek, and soon they devised recipes for using cornmeal and bread, similar to those made of grains available in Europe. Cornbread has been called a, quote, cornerstone of the cuisine of the Southern United States. Cornmeal is produced by grinding dry, raw corn grains. A coarser meal compared flour made from corn is grits oh my god I love grits buttery grits maybe with some cheese maybe even a sprinkle of like bacon yum 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 I love grits my grandma so we were big on instant grits instant oatmeal you know all that stuff I think for some era of my life I was into cream of wheat which like I can't e- I couldn't even tell you what that tastes like right now. Like I don't remember <laughs> that flavor for some reason. Um but anyway, grits. I have like such strong memories of like spending summers at my grandma's house and like me and my sister would, I don't know, probably for like a week or like a couple weeks at a time in the summer when we were really little, we would stay at my grandma's house in Northern California and she would, you know, always have us like sit down for breakfast, and sometimes she would make us grits like instant grits, and then she would use the parquet squeezable margarine and put like an m in mine and an a in my sister's, and like then we would like mix it up, and then the grits would be like bright yellow from the margarine, but honestly, like I need that in my life right now, like that sounds so good um. Oh my yeah. Like that is where my love for grits started and then it wasn't until like recently when grits started becoming more like of a thing at brunch and breakfast restaurants that I started trying like fancy grits and those are super good too. Like, you know, probably better, but sometimes you just want like the trash version of something. Like sometimes I want mac and cheese and then sometimes I want Craft mac and cheese, you know what I'm saying? Like, (laughs) it's a very specific flavor and sometimes you just, you want that. You want that little, what is it? Serotonin that like makes you happy or whatever. That sometimes is what trash food does for my heart and soul. Okay, so that's that on that. This is saying that cornbread was popular during the American Civil War because it was very cheap and could be made in many different forms. High rising, fluffy loaves, or simply fried. Oh, like, um, corn fritters and hoe cakes. I've never heard of hoe cakes. Unleavened pone? What is that? I'm not interested enough to look into that. Um... (laughs) let's see what else does it say yeah it's just it's been around forever (laughs) because of the Native Americans and like Aztecs and Mayans right um so cool like corn is such a cool crop I know it's like not really that nutritious and also it's used to make like corn syrup which is not great but like you can feed a lot of people with corn um britannica basically just more of the same the evolution of cornbread this is by isabel perry on december 5th 2018 it's a five minute read that's kind of a long a long read for a podcast. Um, She wants to talk about the culture of the Appalachia region. Appalachia? Appalachia. Appalachian mountains. Appalachia region. Uh, I don't really care. (laughs) I think maybe me 10 minutes ago would have read this, but me right now is like, uh, It's also a Medium post, and I didn't scroll to see if she, like, cited anything. So it's like, they could not just all be made up. The true story behind your Thanksgiving cornbread, Wall Street Journal. Why does this seem so... Ugh, you have to subscribe or sign in to read the full story? No. Rude. Okay, indianahumanities.org, Cornbread History. I think this is going to be, like, probably as credible as we can get. Like, it's a .org. Indiana Humanities. Um, Let's see. This says, residents of the British colonies in America use the phrase Indian meal to refer to what is known today as cornmeal. Since its introduction to Britain and Europe during the 17th century, cornmeal has been used as a substitute for traditionally used grains in breads and steamed or baked puddings. The meal was known to Europeans as ma- maize. Is it just maize or you say maize? I'm not sure. Um, let's look it up because I don't want to be ignorant. Maize pronunciation. she just said maze maze well this is google american pronunciation or british pronunciation maze (laughs) that's the difference maze says i mean american says maze and british says maze (laughs) maze okay so anyway Um, let's go back. Uh, The meal was known to Europeans as maize. In the 17th century, the word corn referred to grains in general. What? I didn't know that. American colonial recipes using cornmeal known to the settlers as Indian meal commonly used Indian in the title, such as Indian bread, Indian pudding, or Indian cake. That is crazy, because then it makes it seem like it's traditionally Native American or indigenous, but it was made by the colonists, and it was just because they're using cornmeal. Ugh. I mean, this is kind of timely, because it's Thanksgiving, what, next week, I think? And, uh, you know, we have to just think about the Native Americans, man. They are still struggling today. I don't want to, like, be a downer, and I'm not, like, super educated on the topic, but I just know, I mean, I think it's <laughs> commonly known that Native Americans were, and currently still are, treated pretty horribly by the United States. So look into that if you want to, like, donate to any, you know, organizations This coming Thanksgiving, if you, you know, like to take this as a time to reflect and maybe like, like, just do some good, you know, if you're thankful for your life, then, you know, pass on the good vibes to those in need. Anyway, there's your little PSA for (laughs) November 2020. What a wild ride we've all been on, you know what I mean? And it's still going, the train is still, (laughs) Chugging on, and we're gonna talk about cornbread. Um, this says corn grew easily in Indiana's soil and quickly became the most commonly used grain in bread recipes originally calling for wheat or oats. By the time of Indiana's statehood, corn and Indian meal were used interchangeably in recipes. Sometimes both words were found in the same recipe. Cornbread or corn muffins became the common table bread interestingly many cookbooks from the first half of the 19th century do not contain recipes for cornbread each family had its own favorite recipe most likely committed to memory by every young girl as she learned to cook at her mother's side whoa so this was like super like super staple like i like i think most people now would have like a loaf of you know, whiter wheat bread or potato bread or whatever. But back in the day, it was always like cornbread. Interesting. Many of the earliest settlers in the 19th state were from the upland south, that is the Western Carolinas, Virginia, Kentucky, and Tennessee, The Kentucky Housewife, 1839, compiled by Mrs. Lettuce Bryan, contains 17 bread, cake, and pudding recipes using Indian meal, such as bannock, Indian muffins, Indian dumplings, and Indian flappers. The closest recipe to a classic cornbread is Indian muffins. And then they have a recipe for Indian muffins here. Um... There's no sugar in the recipe. Sugar was expensive and difficult to obtain during the early years of settlement and was seldom used and then only for special desserts or food preservation. The addition of sugar to cornbread comes later in the century and interestingly mostly in recipes originating in the South. New Englanders continued to eat their cornbread sugarless. For most of the 19th century, the most plentiful crop in Indiana was corn. When European settlers first started moving into Indiana, they discovered that the soil was so rich that in many places, corn was the only thing they could get to grow. The rich nutrients were so plentiful in the soil that they would overwhelm other seeds. Also, that's like a weed, right? Um, Interesting. Also, corn was easy to plant and care for and could yield far more in the fall than wheat or rye. So it's not surprising that food made from corn was a staple of the average diet in 1836. However, eating corn on the cob, like we do today, would not have been a common thing in 1836. Many folks would have harvested some corn while it was still soft, in the green or milk stages, as they would call it, and cut the corn off the cob to make pudding and other dishes. But the average Indiana settler's teeth were far too weak and rotten to be able to comfortably eat the corn right off the cob. Instead, most corn was left to was let to dry, I feel like that's, they meant to say, left to dry in the fields and then ground into meal and used for baking. Oh my god, I've, like, (laughs) like, oral hygiene and, like, teeth health is not something that I think of, like, over time, but dang, people's teeth were just, like, falling out of their face back in the day. For the most of the 19th century, the most... Oh, I just read that. Oh, my God. Oh, cornbread was especially popular because it was so easy to make and required relatively few rare ingredients. Milk and eggs were also plentiful at most times of the year on an average farm, and the small amount of sugar could come from the store or from maple sugar or honey raised on the farm. The recipe is called a quick bread recipe since it relies on the baking soda and sour milk to make it light and fluffy instead of yeast, which can take an hour or more to rise. Because it's quick, tasty, and makes use of the things you already have on hand, it's not hard to see why cornbread was a favorite go-to recipe for all those busy pioneer moms who had to get three meals on the table in the midst of all their other daily chores. This is like some straight-up Little House on the Prairie shit. I like how this was written. It was very cute. It goes on and on. There's more, but I think... That's enough. <laughs> if you are interested in reading more about the history of cornbread in Indiana, specifically, check out indianahumanities.org slash cornbread dash history. Just Google cornbread history and it'll be on the first page of Google. Wow, we have learned a lot today. Uh, we're about 34 minutes into the pod I'm I'm leaving this unedited, you guys. Other than adding, you know, the little theme song at the beginning and end. We're just going to keep it real here. Um, I would give this on a scale of zero to five stars. This uh, Trader Joe's cornbread crisps snack. Um, just a reminder, that is where we started today. <laughs> and then we got into the history of cornbread, which I don't regret, especially because I'm probably going to have it soon because it is autumn um I would give it a four out of five as a snack because they are very delicious and they are very versatile I can see myself trying a lot of different dips with this or soups chilies what have you but to be a five out of five sorry I just like Whoa, I need to take a sip of water To be a five out of five snack for me personally, it needs to be something you can just open and eat and like be perfection. This is a good snack on its own, but like I said, it's too dry and plain for me to really want to eat it by itself. But it's definitely flavorful enough that if you pair it with something, there's going to be like a really fun like, interaction of flavors in your mouth, whether you go with something saltier or sweeter, like a cheese or a chili, crush it over a soup, you know. I think it can be super, super versatile and delicious with, you know, the things that you like to pair with your crackers and chips. And I think it does lend itself to either a chip dip or a cracker dip, to me, sometimes that varies a lot. Like a thicker, thicker dip, you're kind of only going to use a cracker. It's going to be more like a spread than a dip, but like a creamy, more on the liquidy side dip is great for, you know, thinner chips. So I could see myself dipping into anything with these cornbread crisps because they are that corn flavor that goes so well with so many things, which I think is why it was such a staple back in, well, that and it was a very cheap and easy to grow crop for families, but it also, I'm sure the fact that it tasted good helped with that too. So anyway, thank you for joining me here trying Trader Joe's cornbread crisp, sweet, and salty cornbread snack. And I hope you learned something, whether it was... Oh my god, what was the word that we learned earlier? Dang it, did I already forget? <laughs> I already forgot. Um, What was that word? Oh, it's on this bag. Um, oh wait, no they're not. They were on the website. I don't know, if you really want to know, <laughs> rewind and find out. Um... But yeah, I hope you're having a good day, and I hope you continue to have a good day, or if your day isn't going great, I hope this could bring you a little little sprinkle of snack time joy. And if you tried this, let me know what you think. And if you try it with, like, dips or, like, toppings and stuff, definitely let me know, because I love um, snack suggestions, or just, like, food suggestions in general. Okay. I'm going to go. I'm going to probably eat lunch at this point. It's 1058. So I might just have like a brunch. Ooh, maybe I'll make an egg. That sounds good. Like egg and toast or egg and rice. I haven't had egg and rice in a while. All right. I'll talk to you guys la- Talk to you later. Well, yeah, most of you guys listening are my friends. So I will catch you guys next time at snack time. <laughs> Bye.